The Midwest Film Nerds podcast is now available on Stitcher Radio. Download the free Stitcher Radio app from the Android and iTunes app stores to start streaming our show today. Welcome to the Midwest Film Nerds Podcast. I am Alex. I'm Willie. And I'm Gojo. Today, we're going to talk a little bit about what we've been watching. We're going to talk a little bit about film news. And then we are going to get into our full review of Phil Lord and Chris Miller's The Lego Movie. Um, Before we get to that, go to MidwestFilmNerds.com. Check out some of the articles that we've put out recently. There's been some good stuff. Hopefully, we'll put out more good stuff. Uh, Reviews and editorial and lists all alike. Uh, so go check that out. Uh, feedback at MidwestFilmNerds.com. Let us know what you think of the show. You can check us out on iTunes and in Stitcher Radio. And while you're there, give us a review or a comment or a like or a star rating. Any of this stuff. Do it all. Do it all. Do it all for us. Support us, please. Yes. Um, and I think that's about it for stuff that I want to mention. So, Willie, what have you been watching? I watched the first season of The Americans which is an FX show with Carrie Russell and um, a bunch of other actors that I can't think of right <laughs> yes. now. Um, sorry, guys. Uh, no, Matthew Rees, I think, is is the is the male lead. Matthew Rees, Arise. Yeah, I don't know. And, Guy um, from uh, Brothers and Sisters. Yes, he is, yep, absolutely. And um, I, I, I definitely enjoyed the first season. It's got some faults, certainly. It, it kind of falls into this, the trap of, like, this is uh, a cable show, so we can get away with more, so let's just do it just for well, it's doing a, it. Well, it's, it's about spies. Yes, it is about... Um, it takes place in 1981, and it's about uh, Russian spies infiltrating the United States. Okay. And how they're kind of a... Their front is that they're this, like, perfect, like, family with a daughter and a son and mm-hmm. a white picket fence kind of thing, but, like, behind the scenes, like, snapping necks and stuff. So <laughs> it's it's a very cool show, and, and it's... I like the twists and turns it, it takes, and I like... Um, the overall arc of the first season. My my minor complaint would be that I feel like some of it it does follow like kind of an episodic structure okay. at times to where like it's like a mission of the week kind of thing. Okay. And I'm not huge on episodic yeah. stuff, so it, it that took a little getting used to. But most of those missions and those little subplots do tie into the overall uh, storyline okay. of the season. So, but it's 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 an enjoyable show. I think that. Um, if you're a fan of uh, anything from, like, The Sopranos to even, like, a CSI, I think there's something to like in the show. Okay. Um, and I think that it's it only has room for improvement in a good way. Like, I think that it's it's definitely – it hasn't hit its peak by any means yet, and that's a good thing, you know. So I, um, I'll definitely be back for season two, which starts, like – Soon. Very soon, yeah. I think the end of the month it starts, so um, – I'm gonna check it out, but yeah, it's 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 a lot of fun to watch. And I'm not a huge, I haven't watched Carrie Russell in much, but she's really good yeah. in the show. Like she's a very good lead, so very interesting character. You should hate her because like she's she's a damn dirty red, right? Exactly. Yeah. But but you you find yourself go commie scum, <laughs> <laughs> but you find yourself like hoping that she doesn't get caught or get you know get killed or whatever. So. Yeah, it's uh, it's an enjoyable show. I think anybody that has any interest in what I just talked about should check it out. So, cool, good stuff. Yes, awesome. Um, let's see. I completed a rewatch of Pacific Rim uh, on the Blu-ray uh, medium. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, on the Blu-ray format, it was. I, you know, it it's a movie that needs to be seen in theater, and yet somehow 
uh, it was better the second time. As a movie, maybe not as an experience. Okay. Um, a lot of my gripes with it, like the Charlie Dunham, Charlie Dunham's wooden, wooden acting, uh, I didn't. I I felt he was much better on the mm. rewatch. I bought him as a, a living, breathing person. <laughs> um, the writing wasn't. I, I it not, like all the all the little problems with it, like the it it didn't didn't bother me uh, the second time around. I didn't really even notice it. Um, but it, uh, I, I I really felt felt terrible that we did not get like giant 12 inch action figures for this movie. <laughs> yeah. This movie, if it was in the nineties, it would have been marketed like out the ass. I mean, oh, you, totally. would have, you would have not been able to go to any store without seeing, you know, toys on every shelf for Pacific Rim. You I mean, know, they had it primal would've... rage figures for oh God's sake. Oh so my God. It's like, I, think... I, I wanted to get like a 12 inch gypsy danger and a 12 inch <laughs> oh, knife head or whatever, and go <laughs> sit in the bathtub and just smash them together until all the water was on the oh my floor. God, you could like, build Lego cities and then destroy oh, them. Destroy, with... And just battle within them. Oh man. It's yeah. like, that was such a missed opportunity. Um, yeah, you're right. And after watching that movie, I was in uh, the best mood I've been in for like, Years, I felt so good after watching that movie again. It was like it was unreal. I couldn't sleep. I was so happy. Um, so yeah, that Pacific Rim. If you haven't seen it, you're an idiot. Uh, no, no, no. You just need to see it. And uh, I've been watching a lot of the sci-fi original series uh, Eureka uh, that was mm. on uh, like 06 to 2011, 2011, 2012, something like that. Colin Ferguson. Colin Ferguson. Yeah, it's um. For a series on sci-fi, on the Sci-Fi Channel, which is you know renowned for kind of garbage programming, yeah, yeah it was sure. it was pretty good. Um, I'm not going to say it's a good show because it's 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 very formulaic. It's uh, how far in have you got? Like fourth season, halfway okay. through. Uh, have you seen it? No, okay. I I think I saw the um, the pilot back in the day, but I okay. couldn't quite get into it, and I I was also kind of young too. Yeah, so. it's. It's yeah. It's not it's not expertly uh, written or anything, but it's a lot of fun. I think it's if you're not terribly critical, uh, all the characters are a lot of fun. Um, Colin Ferguson's great. Okay. I don't know why I haven't seen him in anything else, but he yeah. plays this great everyman um, with uh, with enough street smarts. Well, if if you don't know anything about the show, it's about this. Um, it's about it's like this little research town that's tucked away in the country in Oregon. A little hamlet. Yeah, and it's full of just super geniuses who were all work at this company and they work for the government to just invent crap. It's a, a city filled with scientists and this this guy just he's a US marshal. He comes into the town and he ends up being the town sheriff and in, every time an experiment goes awry he has to hmm. fix it somehow. Yeah. Um and it's honestly, it's probably just one episode after another of blown ice packs. Uh, so it's like uh, being well, a science. I think, I think the main conceit of the show is that obviously this is you know silly science. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's like either I, I feel like you would either just hate it for that, or you would you would be totally charmed by it. So maybe you should I don't know maybe check it out. But it's yeah, it's, it's a fun show. Um, all the characters are a lot of fun, and it's yeah, it's it's silly but enjoyable. So right. I would recommend it. Very good. Um, I finished the first season of House of Cards, which is available on Netflix. Watch instantly, uh, almost exclusively. It's now on DVD and Blu-ray, mm-hmm. I think. But um, 
the show got really good. And I was really, really happy with it until about halfway through season one. And then it took a little misstep. Mm-hmm. But I feel like it gathered itself back and, and it it worked out. There's like one episode in particular that just feels like the writing team wasn't there that day or something. I don't know. It's very strange. It's it blew the strange. ice pack. It didn't blow the ice pack. There was no... Uh, the emotional theory. ice pack. Yes. The, <laughs> um, but no, I'm excited. The The new season starts. Uh, starts. The new season comes out uh, this Friday, the 14th. Um all of it at once, I believe, mm-hmm. which is the Netflix uh, modus operandi. But uh, no, it's very, it's very cool. I don't think when I first reviewed like the pilot on the show, I think I talked about how uh, I thought Kevin Spacey was trying too hard with his southern accent, which I don't think is true. And uh, it's, it's, it's good. It's cool. I like the characters. I like them interacting. I like. The political shadiness of it all just makes me sick to my stomach, which is great. <laughs> and um, it's 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 interesting to watch. Do you, you like know? the Kate Mara? As always, yes. <laughs> Kate, Kate Mara is fantastic. Okay, so. just had to check in with you there. <laughs> Kate, um, check. Kate Mara, check. But yeah, House of Cards, check it out. Uh, if anybody has Cards Against Humanity, go to houseofcardsagainsthumanity.com <laughs> right now because Netflix contacted Cards Against Humanity to do a promotion for the show. You can get a free pack of 25 cards. Oh, wow. That all have to do with House of Cards. Nice. Oh, that's so, cool. It's yeah. a cool little tie-in there. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it was funny. It's very, it's funny. The The websites that they do are always really funnily written, so go check that's it out. That's cool. Um, I watched a movie called Lust for Love, which was a Kickstarter project I did not uh, donate to, unfortunately. It was a little bit before I got into Kickstarter stuff, but... Uh, it's directed by Anton King and starring and produced by basically everybody who is in Dollhouse that isn't Eliza Dushku. No. Mm. Um, and it's a lot of fun to watch the cast get back together. It still feel The movie's a little rough. I feel like the editing... Uh, some of the cuts are a bit too jarring where you're kind of like, okay, this is happening now. Mm. And I feel like there could have been a little bit more in there. And it's really short, too. I feel like it's... Uh, like an hour 20 or something like that. So I feel like there there could have been a little bit more in there. Maybe they, they wanted to, but they didn't have the money. Just wanted to make point. like an extended episode? Kind of thing. Yeah, basically. Okay. Still more um, than Jonah Hex, so... <laughs> well, it's true. It, it is it is not Jonah Hex Less length. Jonah Hex. Still longer runtime than Jonah Hex, yeah. But, uh, no, it's it's good. It's interesting. It's <laughs> it's one of those, if you like my romantic comedy kind of thing, I think you'll like this, this show. And sometimes it's a little painful to watch because Fran Kranz of... Uh, also of Cabin in the Woods uh, fame. Yeah, he's funny. Uh, he's he's very funny, but he's super awkward in this movie, and <laughs> it makes me sad that I identify with him a little bit. So. <laughs> That's, yeah. But check it out, Lust for Love. It's on uh, iTunes. I think you can buy it for like 13 bucks, and it might make its way to theaters at some point. But Yeah. There you go. My final What We've Been Watching leads into our next story. Ah. Um. We're going to go into film news. I think we really only have kind of one big story to talk about. Uh, shortly before our last episode, Philip Seymour Hoffman passed away. Uh, that was February 2nd uh, at the age of 46. Um, there's been a lot of stuff coming out about, uh, you know, his drug addiction uh, to heroin, I believe. Uh, but, you know, that's not for us to cover. Um, <clears throat> it, obviously, it sucks. And uh, whatever you think about that can, you know, whatever. But I think his career can kind of stand on its own. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I watched Synecdoche, New York, which is a Charlie Kaufman written and directed movie. Uh, I'm notably not a Charlie Kaufman fan. I didn't like Adaptation very much, uh, <clears throat> which was directed by Spike Jones and written by uh, Charlie Kaufman. Charlie Kaufman's an interesting guy, though. He intrigues me. Um, the movie's super disjointed. And and it feels a bit like a... So in some places, it feels like a fever dream, and in other places, it kind of feels like a... I don't know. It's 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 got the movie within a movie kind of thing going for okay. it, which I think Charlie Kaufman likes very very much. Mm-hmm. Uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman is is fantastic in it, and you kind of see him play this man from uh, maybe his late thirties all the way to you know seventies basically, and it's it's interesting and and it's cool to kind of watch his character learn about himself by putting on a play that is mirroring his life. Which starts mirroring his life by putting on a play within the play. Oh, it's God, it's so it's weird and it's fascinating and and I've been meaning to check out David Chen of Slash Film has has done like a dissection of this movie in the past week or two um, that I want to check out. So I'm I, like I'm intrigued by Synecdoche, but I don't feel like I can properly review it without watching it probably like ten more times. <laughs> and it's it's hard it's hard to watch. It's like two hours long and it's very disjointed, but it's still really intriguing. Um, but anyway, we can kind of pull back and get into Philip Seymour Hoffman. Um, Willie, do you have any like notable performances or anything like that? Or- well, I mean, of course, there's there's the ones that you always hear about. You know, uh, the Capote. Capote was a Capote huge one for him. Academy uh, um, Academy Award. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then like everything post that. You know, Doubt was a big one for him. Doubt was very. Big, um, yeah. You know, The Master was more recent, but mm-hmm. I, I kind of like. <laughs> I, I think that oftentimes it's forgotten about how long Philip Seymour Hoffman's been around. Yeah. And, I mean, he was – I mean, uh, I remember him in Patch Adams, which – Patch Adams is uh, – he's fantastic in Patch He's Adams. really good in Patch yeah. Adams. And I, I, I think that, if anything, I'd like to – You love to hate him in Patch Adams and then kind sure. of love him again for some reason. Oh, totally. He's got a really cool – yeah, he's a really cool character. And, yeah. And I think that um, – if anything, like go back and look at some of his other stuff, like that maybe you haven't seen before. Like, like Patch, go back and rewatch Patch Adams if you've already seen it, because like he's really good. Like, yeah. um, or uh, there was one I saw uh, before The Devil Knows You're Dead okay. with him and Marissa Tomei and Ethan Hawke, I believe. And he, he's that's a really interesting movie. It's pretty dark and nasty and grimy, but it was enjoyable, um, nonetheless. And he's really really good in it. And um, also, I uh, Mission Impossible Three. Yes, he's he, a killer villain in that movie. He's, uh, like, he, you can't even call it a Langella Lang- because because uh, he's just really good. Like, yeah. like I mean, so is Langella, but like he's not the the movie's good, mm-hmm. and I think he elevates it as well. But he play, he's a yeah. he's a he's an amazing villain in that movie. But he he does it he does it in such a subtle, interesting way. He doesn't yeah. have to he doesn't have to get overly uh, sun god esque for it. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but yeah, no, I think I, I just like to I like to think about some of his other stuff. Boogie Nights is one of my favorites um, performances of his. He's he's so awkward and and kind of a creeper, you know, with yeah. with the Mark Wahlberg character and stuff. But he's he's just he's one of those actors when he's on screen you can't take your eyes off of him because he's always doing something interesting, you know. And the um, interesting thing is, it's not he doesn't. It's not like he goes through like big transformations or anything, but he's always. He's always a character. Like he, he definitely has something to like. the The way that he portrays himself mm. is somehow very different, even if most of the time his his appearance is 
You know, he wasn't Christian mm-hmm. bailing it and like losing, right, losing weight pounds and gaining and... weight. And I don't, you know, I don't think he had to. Another one that was good was Savages, not not it was the Savages, not Savages. Okay. Um, not the, not Savages. the Oliver Platt film from twenty twenty thirteen or. Oliver Stone, not Oliver Platt. (laughs) (laughs) Oliver Platt did not direct, but sadly. um, Oliver Stone, excuse me. Star of uh, Flatliners. Anyway, so, um, (laughs) no, uh, The Savages, him and, um, oh, geez. Anyway, he's really good in that. It's a very interesting movie, kind of a cool little indie movie, and and that's worth checking out, too. Uh, Laura Linney was the other. Okay. His sister in the film, so. Yeah, no, I just, it's fun to go back into his filmography and kind of, Find some stuff that maybe you haven't seen in a long time since he's become Philip yeah. Seymour Hoffman, yeah. you know, and and just I, I all like you said all 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 personal views aside of his life and drug abuse and stuff. Like the guy was a fantastic actor, and I think yeah. it's okay to uh, recognize to his recognize work. his his work and 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 well, you I, know, I th- I mean I think well from a personal point of view that's really the most it's the most fitting way to acknowledge him mm-hmm. or, or remember yeah. him because what do we really know about it? i mean it, that's yeah i mean totally. it's it's easy just to hop on hop on the internet and judge you know oh heroin is stupid you're stupid psh <laughs> but no, you don't know anything yeah. about the situation so uh really the best way is just and this is a film podcast not a heroin podcast exactly. so uh exactly. not yet anyway um <laughs> uh, so hopefully it doesn't become that yeah no um and it's it's I think it's really kind of tragic too because he was he's I mean there was a, the the twenty ten the twenty aughts or whatever he was kind of really he was still kind of on an uptick I think yeah. mm-hmm. um, totally I mean yeah he's been around for a long time but he hasn't really been a kind of a household name sure. until like the last few years uh, so I think he probably still had a lot of great work ahead of him yeah. mm-hmm. and um, it's uh, it's such a shame you know it's yeah. For whatever reason, it's uh, very senseless, you yeah. know. Yeah, I think if anything, if any, if anything uh, of bigger import could be taken from his death, as opposed to just looking at his filmography and so it's that if anything, this shows us that addiction is a is, is a problem for no matter who you are. Yeah. I mean, there are people of all walks of life that deal yeah. with this stuff, and and here's a guy who was at the top of his game in most people's opinions. You know, he was coming off of a hugely successful film, which he was going to be a part of the next two and still I, will I, be, I'm I assuming. Thought, I, I thought he was the best part of Catching Absolutely. Fire, in my opinion. And, and he, he had just now found that balance in his career of, um, of commercial work and uh, critically acclaimed stuff, mm-hmm. that nice balance where he'd make one here and make one there. And, and, and it's, you know, this is a guy who was very successful, but, cl- you know, clearly he had some demons. And, and it just goes to show you, it does not, you know, rich or poor or black or white or whatever. Like anybody can deal with with uh, with addiction and or can be affected by addiction. So I think it's if anything, it's this should open people's eyes a little bit to remember like drugs are a problem that aren't talked about as often anymore, maybe as they used to be. But like maybe we should be like thinking about it. I don't know. It, well, there was uh, a lot of people came out to kind of express their thoughts and, mm-hmm. and whatnot. And Aaron Sorkin wrote something. Uh, I think it uh, it appeared on Time. <clears throat> and uh, apparently, Aaron Sorkin was a recovering addict as well. Mm. And uh, he and and uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman used to kind of trade stories on on the lot. And when they were working on uh, Charlie Wilson's War, I think that was another really <clears throat> good performance. And um, Philip Seymour Hoffman said to 
uh, Aaron Sorkin. If one of us dies of an overdose, probably ten people who are about to won't. And right, I think, right. I think that's there was. It's a little profound of him, and maybe a little bit presumptuous, but it's still it's an interesting point. And I hope, at yeah. the very least, as you were kind of saying, Willie, I hope that this kind of opens some people's eyes. And you know, and, and that's the thing is, uh, <clears throat> hopefully, it's not. And it probably will be. I hate to be a, a pessimist, but it probably will be a flash in the pan thing where we hear we hear people talking about this a little bit more. It's in the air a little bit more for a while, and then everybody forgets about it or, or forgets about it for a while again until another tragedy happens. But it, it's it's like I said, it's not something that gets talked about very often anymore. I don't feel like in the news and stuff that drugs and it's it's a very real nasty thing that continues to this day and will probably always be around. I, there's no mm-hmm. doubt in my mind. But it's. Um, I think it's important that this is something that affects us here, you know, like in the United States. Like there are people that are horribly addicted to nasty, nasty stuff out there. And, you know, it's – I don't know. If anything, hopefully that will be part of – that will be something good that will come of this as people will be a little more aware of what's going on for yeah. a while at least, you know. So, yeah. yeah. Maybe not. I don't know. Well, we'll see. Only, only time will tell. Mm-hmm. But anyway – Philip Seymour Hoffman, rest in peace. He's awesome. Yeah, we uh... Dusty from Twister. <laughs> yes, that's my that's my only Philip Seymour Hoffman uh, point of reference. Re- reference. That's yes. okay. He was because... he was listening to Dio. So well, that's probably his greatest role then. His favorite role because he got to listen to Dio in a van. In a van. I, I was uh, <laughs> I was and I was looking through just to say we're a little bit over here, but I just want to say uh, I wasn't a huge fan of the master. Philip Seymour Hoffman was still amazing. Oh, totally. And. Um, I remember watching Pirate Radio when it came out as an R3 at the video store, and I was a big fan, and he's a really cool character in that, too. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, the, the, the real sad thing is, to me, I just kind of saw it today when I was looking for other news stories. Um, like, the day that he died, there was an announcement that Jake Gyllenhaal and Amy Adams were going to do his next directorial movie. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, that makes me really sad. Like, I uh, really kind of suggested we're kind of toying with the idea of ne- our next retro review will be a Philip Seymour Hoffman movie of some kind. And Willie said maybe we should do Jack Goes Boating, which is uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman's directorial debut. Uh, it, you know, obviously I haven't seen the movie yet, but I always, I. I always think it's interesting when actors become directors and, and you kind of see their sensibilities play out. And, and it's sad to me that... Uh, he isn't going to get another chance to kind of display another sense of mm-hmm. artis- artistic. Yeah, it's the thing. He, uh, I think he very clearly still had a, a lot. Yeah. He could have a lot, a of, gas lot, left a in lot the tank. of stuff to give. Yeah, yeah. a lot yeah. of talent to give, a lot of uh, places he could go. And um, I mean, it's, he wasn't taken young, uh, like really young or anything, but he was uh, still uh, taken well, I mean, well for, before. Mid 40s is, is, is younger than you'd, younger younger than you'd hope. So younger yeah. than you should. Yeah. Yeah, you should. Yeah, younger than you should be, but yeah, uh, sure. um, not like you know. I wouldn't I say it was like a life well lived. You know, no, no, no. Yeah, uh, so. But yeah, it's. I mean, it's always a tragedy when somebody goes, but particularly sure. when they've got so much, they have so much they can still give to their art or the world in general. Yeah, yeah so, totally. Yeah. All right. Uh, so we will we will move on to our full review. Uh, this week we are reviewing the Lego movie directed by Phil Lord and Chris Miller of 21 Jump Street fame uh, and Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs fame. Um, oh my god. This stars... Uh, Loved Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, this really makes good. a lot of sense. Okay. <laughs> Starring Chris Pratt, uh, Will Arnett, uh, Elizabeth Banks, everybody under the sun. A lot of surprises, a lot of really cool people. Uh, Nick Offerman, Liam Neeson. Amazing. Uh, Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman. Yeah. Will Ferrell. <laughs> yes, Will, Will Ferrell. Ferrell. Will yes. Ferrell. Absolutely. Um, so the, uh, the synopsis on IMDb says, An ordinary Lego minifigure, mistakenly thought to be uh, the extraordinary master builder, is recruited to join a quest to stop an evil Lego tyrant from gluing the universe together. Yep. Very, very good. Very good. Um, so the Lego movie. I think, uh, I think I may have been quoted as saying, I'm somewhat excited for this, when Phil, Miller, or Phil Lord and Chris Miller joined yes, the project. Yes, back when it was called the Peace de Resistance. Yes, yes. <laughs> And, um, so, and I think all three of us, uh, are Lego fans. If our Instagram is any, uh, indication. Oh, you've been bombarded by Lego stuff today. So. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, I don't, what did you think, Willie? How, how did you like the movie? Oh, I loved it. It was so good. Um, like I, I walked out of this and I, I, I will, this probably won't be the last time I compare it to Wreck-It Ralph, but I had similar feelings walking out of this and that's a good thing. Yeah. Um, this one might've even hit me more. Uh, mm-hmm. even stronger, ha- had more emotional resonance to me than Wreck-It Ralph. And um, it's it's just, it's a movie that could easily have been um, entertaining just based around the fact that we've, we've got, you know, Lego Batman and Lego Superman and other Lego characters from other franchises popping up and being in the same movie. That could have, that, that would have been enough for me to be like, okay, that was fun. Um, but they managed to make all of the original characters even more interesting or yeah. and dynamic than any of the guest stars they could have pop up. Mm-hmm. And um, the voice actors are, are phenomenal. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I think voice acting is a very, <laughs> not a slippery slope, but it's there's a very fine line between... It's easy to do it terribly. It's very easy to either underdo it or overdo it. Yeah. There's a very, very, very small... If, when it comes to being excellent at it, and, and every single one of these people does it, like knocks it out yeah, of the park. Yeah. Um, you totally understand who every character is just through the through the actors' voices because there's not there's not a lot of emotion in a Lego character's <laughs> face. You know, there's not a ton. Most of it's done through the voice work, and you can kind of get an idea. You almost picture what this person would look like in real life if they were a person. You yeah, know what I mean? It's yeah. kind of neat like that. Um, and you, by the end of the film, uh, you totally believe that these are real but you you don't even question that you're watching the talking lego figures yeah it's the story totally transcends the the lego these style. are characters yeah. these are just characters that happen to be plastic you know and it's uh, much in the same way that toy story managed to do that with, oh, yeah. with cg you know in a time before that was ever really used um it's 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 very impressive um the action scenes in the film are actually weirdly like well done. It's you, you wouldn't expect being like, Oh my gosh, like in super into like into the action scenes. But like, I find myself, found myself like, uh, you know, just mouth agape at the screen as much as I would with like a transformers movie. I was enjoying it just in, in the same level when, when the action scenes began. And, um, there's some really epic action moments in this yeah. movie. Um, which is awesome. Uh, I, I, I love the themes of the movie. I, I, I don't think there's anything I don't like about this movie. <laughs> I honestly don't. Like, I honestly can't think of anything I don't like about the movie. I wouldn't have minded, actually, which is... Wouldn't have minded one or two maybe guest spots popping up, even just in the background, just for a couple more of those moments. Like, oh my gosh, you know? Yeah. But I don't... I, it never bothered me. It never... Mm. I, 
I, I, I like this movie enough to where I don't know what to say about it because it's just like I, I love this movie. Every, you know? Everything was everything was either good or great. Yeah, yeah, so, totally. Yeah. And it's it's it. Uh, I don't want to say anything in, in, in non spoilers, but I, I will say this movie goes places that that I never expected it to. Yeah, and. Uh, when it takes you through the course of this story and it takes you to those places, uh, at first you might not be sure what to make of it, but I, mm-hmm. but by the end you're just like, wow, I really like this. This means more than you could ever. It, it got surprisingly powerful. Yeah. Uh, Me and Gojo, yeah. I think I, like I can speak for myself. I was getting legitimately like worried about being teary eyed. Like I, I, I started, I started like, like I started getting like a, a little misty around the eyes there and it was weird. I'm like, this is the second animated movie, like, <laughs> in a couple of years where I felt, like, l- like legitimately emotional while watching it. And it uh, – it's a testament, It's you know, to this movie. Absolutely. It's, totally. It's, I don't know. Every, everything from, from the script to the finished product, everything's great. I don't, I don't have any complaints. I really don't. Uh, Liam Neeson, though. Can we just talk about that for a second? Because, <laughs> oh, my God, what a – what a what a dual role that man plays. Oh, man. Yeah. Um, I mean, like seriously, I, I could I could go on for five to ten minutes about every character in this oh, movie. Oh yeah, everybody just brings brings the A game and mm-hmm. and everything just comes together and clicks together and works so perfectly. It's this was this was a movie that it could have very easily just been. Here's a quick Lego movie. It could have been this mm-hmm. meaningless little shill thing they just throw out there mm-hmm. and. Um, People still would have gone see it. People still would. Kids would have loved it. Um, sure. But oh, they 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 took the medium and um, you know it. They, I'm, I'm, they did so much with with the the Lego aspect of it too. I wasn't sure going in if it was just going to be here's the story with Lego here's a story people. with Legos because yeah. we like Legos. But no, they they use that medium um, like the idea of the builders and all yeah, that kind of stuff in yeah. very smart ways too. Oh yeah, 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 and uh, just it. Just everything about every yeah everything about the movie. There were just and a lot of it was just really little things too. Just some of the the comedic beats were, um, some of them were just like huge, and then some of the better ones were just like really small little yeah, things like throwaways. Just, yeah, just yeah. little, just weird, weird uh, diverting of expectations of where just you would expect something like big to be happening here, and then it's just just really subdued. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, just. Some of the the comedic the sense of comedy in this movie is more advanced than I've seen in pretty much any kids movie. Oh, totally. Yeah. Or and, and well, not even kids movie because I wouldn't. Really, I'm not sure I would call this a kids movie. Uh, yeah, that's the one thing that I I, I wanted to mention that I I might be a legitimate complaint is I'm not sure how funny this movie as a whole from beginning to end would be for a little kid. See, but that's the thing. I don't think it needs to be funny for those kids mm-hmm. because it's exciting for them sure and, and and the kids that were in the theater the kid that we had a couple kids sitting behind us and they seemed pretty darn into it they were yeah. standing up so i i might be totally off base but i can see some kids maybe being a little bit or maybe parents of kids going in and not being like wait what like what, being kind yeah. of caught off guard by it so, but not in a bad way it doesn't, um, you know, not in a bad way, but it might not yeah, quite. It's, it's not. It's not your traditional. It's not. Well, not what you would expect from kids' humor. But I'm sure. I'm sure kids would love it. Yeah. But it's. It's the kind of humor. There are some movies that have humor for kids and humor for adults. This movie has humor that 
everybody gets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, that affects everybody it's, at the same time, maybe for different reasons, but it's very above and beyond beyond like the current Pixar. Like Pixar, oh, yeah. Pixar was is known for making those stories that kind of work on two levels, mm-hmm. and this one just it's it's for the most part it's working on all levels. Yeah. At the same time, yeah. Uh, yeah, which is which is that's a first for me. I mean, I I can't think of anything else that's really. I mean, uh, you said they did Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs. Yeah, that one was very good too. I don't know if I would put it in the same class as this, but um, but no, I just oh god, I I I love this movie's comedic style, mm-hmm. um, and then it it kind of the the way it just tries to work in. Like like the lessons and the heart of the yeah. the movie. Um, at, at first, it kind of starts out very kind of, kind of what you would expect, and then mm-hmm. yeah, there it, it gets it just kind of grows and grows as the movie goes on, and then it can take some some pretty unexpected turns. Yeah, uh, and I was I was really impressed by by what could have just been a, a kind of a throwaway movie. Could have been a commercial for Lego products. Oh, oh, I mean, yeah, it yeah. could have been, and, and and I was impressed also that it. We talked about this a bit before it. it it doesn't. It's not like, hey, look at new Lego toys no, yes. that are out. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't do that no. at all. Like, you, I don't see. We went and bought Legos. Uh, if you if you've seen our Instagram, you know this. <laughs> we went and got Legos before we went, and I mean, like, they have all sorts of different Lego brands, like Ninjago and mm-hmm. Legends of Chima and all this stuff. And uh, there was like almost none of that. Like, I, I, I we spotted one ninja in the entirety of the yeah. thing that. You know, it didn't even have a part, really. It was just background. It was just a ninja. Um, yeah. yeah, there were a couple, couple DC characters. Only one. I mean, Batman. Uh, if you've seen anything for the movie, Batman's pretty central. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But That's then there are sure. a couple others who are just they kind of give you a background flavor, and they're great. But like short little cameos. Yeah, but yeah. but they don't. You know, it's it's not a plug for for DC mm-hmm. or, or mm-hmm. Um, uh, they've got a couple. They've got a Lord of the Rings character. Lord, they've got a mm-hmm. Harry Potter figure. They've got a. Uh, Ninja Turtle, so they've got, they've got all of, those things. Yeah. Yeah. But the focus is very, very much on the original characters mm-hmm. yeah. and Batman. Um, <laughs> because it's Batman. Why not? Um, yeah, Will or Not as Batman is is a class act. Oh, God. I mean, he sounds like... If he was like... Okay, Channing Tatum as Superman, eh, he was alright. You know, I, there was nothing... He was, of, he was, he was good. He was fine. Yeah, I thought he did a good job. there was yeah. nothing, nothing wrong with him. But Will Arnett as Batman, it works so well because he sounds like Batman. <laughs> yeah, but he's saying these things that are just should never come out of Batman's mouth, and it's so good. Um, and if anything, this actually makes like like a couple of the DC superheroes look ridiculous. Yeah, you know, they, they totally yeah. poke fun at. Well, yeah, they, they which kind is of make great. These parody versions, which of is them, great. It was great. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, this this movie could have very easily been like a just a Transformer style one off. Here's a you know yeah. here's a fun movie yeah go go, go knock yourself out buy the toys yeah but no it it I think this is one that I think every parent should take their kids to and every mm-hmm. parent should see because there's something in there for both of you absolutely yeah. um I I think this would probably go down as one of the one of the best animated movies I've seen in maybe ever decades yeah ever maybe, yeah, maybe yeah. ever this it's, this might be top ten animated movies for me like, I think ever. It's, it's that good it's yeah. It's that good. Yeah. It All is. Right. It is. I Yeah. Alex, please talk. I uh <laughs> this movie Say the words. Say the words. <laughs> this movie blew my mind. Like the the amount of uh artistry that went into everything. Like there there are there are the cinematography in this Lego movie. Why am I talking about the cinematography of this movie? It's amazing movie? though. It's amazing. I 
I would love to watch a feature-length documentary about the making of this movie. Do you know... Oh, yeah. Was it a mixture of, of it's a stop mixture motion? of stop motion okay. and computer generated? Okay. I I could not tell when it one changed. way or the other. One. Absolutely not. Right? No, there there are a few scenes that seem a little bit fluid, and I was like, that's that might be computer generated, but it's still it's it's. I could see this movie again just to sit there and think about whether or not it's yeah. CG or stop motion, yeah. and it's fascinating because even when they use CG. It still very much feels stop motion, and there's something yeah. about stop motion that absolutely it's it's awesome, mm-hmm. and um, it's like it. I very much wonder about the technical. Like, are they like dropping frames of the animation to make it look like, stop? Yeah. Like, how mm-hmm. are they doing that? I want to know. Um, there were a few times where my jaw was on the like not even not even action scenes, like <laughs> shots of of Emmett going to work. Mm-hmm. Blew my mind completely. Yeah. Like I would, there, there's there's one part where they do what's what's called a tilt shift, kind of like basically only part of the image is in focus. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's I think as he's going down the street, you can see like the cars or the people or something, mm-hmm. and it's all in mm-hmm. focus, and the the buildings are all blurry. I was like, really? I was like, this is awesome. This is amazing, and it's it's kind of the fact that. Like, if you look at the Adventures of Clutch Powers or whatever that direct-to-DVD Lego movie is, <laughs> and you look at this movie, they are worlds apart. hmm Totally. Because the amount, like, the lighting, everything, everything that they that they pay attention to is just, it's infinitely better. It was a gorgeous movie. It's beautiful. Oh, Absolutely. Man. Yeah. It is so beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um <clears throat> No, and uh, all the performances fantastic, as we've said. The score was done by by Mark Mothersbaugh of uh, Devo fame, and who has also worked with Wes Anderson very. <laughs> the much. The score was cool. It's very very cool. And then there's there's an original song. Yes, the original by song. The Lonely Island, I believe. Yeah, The Lonely Island and uh, Tegan and Sarah, I think. Mm. Uh, but yeah, the, and that <laughs> that song that song's awesome. Walking with the, the Ghost, ghost or just the. Was it just the credit song, or was it the main theme? The, the that everything was, is awesome. Oh is, is, god, is everything that. is awesome. Such um, a good tune. I'm gonna download it when I get home. Yes, uh, I'm gonna pay for it. There, yeah. There's absolutely. There's <laughs> not? nothing about this movie that I didn't like. No, I can't think. of... I honestly, which is ridiculous. Like, I, I'm, I'm actually angry with my myself about not having anything <laughs> to complain about. I, I don't think there's any legitimate complaint I can make without trying to stretch to find something. Yeah, I just for the sake of... But of I, I'm not going to do that, it. because that's stupid, so... <laughs> <laughs> um, I... Yeah, I don't even know. Can, can we can we talk a little bit about um, the... Can we talk a little bit about the, the use of the other properties without saying what the other properties are, perhaps? We can talk about the DC ones. That's that's a good example. We well, I think, I think everybody who kind of comes in, they, they all kind of embody the, their their world or characters. And they, mm-hmm. the movie's very self-referential. It knows oh, yeah. what it is completely. Uh-huh. Totally. And it's not against using that for a comedic effect. Mm-hmm. And th- there's, there's times where it kind of breaks the fourth wall and, like, talks about what's going on on screen. and. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and but every every time that like the little people like the 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 cameos kind of pop in everybody like even if they get like one line they're like you know it's like oh that's somebody <laughs> from D like sure it's and that's that's awesome there's even cool jokes about about like and, and this is not you know this movie is not does not uh, by any means carry itself on on self referential humor which is great yeah but there is even even some self referential stuff about the Lego as a company and the history of the company yeah that the use of the uh, the space 
outer space oh, yeah. ship captain, yeah. uh, played by Charlie, Charlie Day, Day, is is a total reference to what we were. I mean, uh, the first Lego figures I remember Absolutely. were yeah. these gen- generic little astronauts. Right. Generic and, little, and his helmet is broken. It's a broken in the helmet. Place. The, the teeth marks on the figure yeah. is like that it's, looks like a toy. Absolutely, that looks exactly like a toy. And, and I love, I love little things like that that you just i don't know it just puts you in the right mindset and the right like it gets the humor going without having to make a joke oh yeah no it's you know yeah it's little things like that like this like scuffs on woody's boots or yeah. you know or dents on sure. yeah it's like stuff like that yeah the, the little things and it it just totally adds so much uh and Oh God! Yeah. Just... Plus, he just wants to fly spaceships. Which he, it... oh my God, he <laughs> loves spaceships. Which, which, and, and and he might have a chance at one point in the movie. You have to see it to find out. But I'll tell you what, he's hilarious. And yeah, yeah it's... and it's you know, Char- uh, Charlie Day is one of those actors where I thought if he ever leaves, uh, it's always sunny in Philadelphia. I'm probably going to hate him, but that's but he's not the case at yeah. all. In well, hey, that's the second Charlie Day movie we brought up today. So Pacific Rim, <laughs> yeah. uh, Lego Movie, he's really good. He's yeah. very Charlie Day, but he's 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 great in both, and he's he's yeah. not overbearing or anything. And in this one, he's just oh my god, he's so charming. It's nice to see so, that his the craziness of Charlie on It's Always Sunny is very much a character. Oh, like yeah. you see, you can see like Charlie Day can step out of that and mm-hmm. do something mm-hmm. else. It's very he's cool. always a little bit twitchy and a little bit like yeah, he, he's energetic, and, and, but that's okay, yeah, bombastic. That's, but yeah, in this one, it's positive less, energy yeah it's less crazy and more just yeah really like happy energetic yeah. just it's perfect and, for a kid's movie and yeah. and and it's i mean uh, it morgan freeman is another one who oh yeah his performance is hilarious he knows exactly the kind of like he he's playing a morgan freeman character mm-hmm. like a character that was very that very much if this was a live action movie just pretend there's no lego anything i would see Ro- would morgan freeman morgan in that freeman. role it would yeah. still be morgan freeman it, and chris pratt would still be emmett mm-hmm. if okay, this yeah. was a live action movie and like I, for Morgan Freeman's one of those guys where there are a lot of movies where he's just he's just being Morgan Freeman. Yeah. Um, I thought he brought he brought a lot of really good comedy to this role. Oh, that yeah. I just haven't seen from him. Um, even in things like I don't know, like Red, he was in Red. He was he was good in that, but he was very Morgan Freeman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but this even like one, Bruce he brings, Almighty, he always he still yeah. plays the, yeah. the the kind of straight lace. You know, he yes. plays God. You know, yeah, so yeah, but he yeah he 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 brings some pretty good comedic chops. He does. That I was totally. Uh, just God, some of his deliveries and his timing are are, are perfect. And you can tell everybody behind the scenes this movie gets it. Oh yeah, like they they're all on the same page. Like yeah, this I is what the movie is. I don't know if you chalk that up to just the actors or probably voice direction too. I don't know who directed the voices, but everybody was yeah, it was top just, notch. Yeah, just leagues above any like almost any other movie. Absolutely, so voice acting. This was incredible. Super good. Oh, um, one other thing. Uh, a lot of animated, uh, I think, Lego movies or things that you'll see, they very much, they'll use, like, water and and the sky and stuff. It will, it'll, it'll, it'll look like, you know, but in this movie. Everything was Lego. all Legos. <laughs> yeah. The water when, was Lego bits. Yeah. yeah. When, you, when you see the sea and it's Lego, like, pieces the of Legos are... that are, like, ebbing and yeah. flowing. It's amazing. Yeah, it's really cool. It's so so cool. It's, they it, incorporate the bricks into everything. Yeah. Oh god. Yeah. It's 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 weird because this movie, it you it would stay it could stand on its own without Legos, but it's the Lego aspect just just takes it to yeah just so many new levels, mm-hmm. and it's it's the best use of a use of a I don't know, I don't want to say gimmick, but you know like a like a, a of this type you know yeah. um, of this particular medium. That's mm-hmm. the use of Legos in it was brilliant and. 
uh, never felt forced or anything, but it was always done in such an impressive way. And I, d- there's not enough I think we could say no, about this. Movie. Honestly, everything was every everything everything was, was awesome. Awesome. Everything, everything was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> they, they 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 hit the nail on the they head when they it. wrote that song. Yeah. So yes, yes. It, oh, absolutely. A plus. Yes, <laughs> I think we all we all agree. Definitely go see. Oh, totally. I don't care how old you are. I think I read somewhere that they like if you would. They, they they use 3.8 million Lego bricks. Like, they basically animated 3.8 million different Lego bricks to make the movie. That doesn't seem like enough. I know, right? I, honestly, I... Yeah, that's crazy. It's amazing. All right, uh, we're going to take a quick break, then we're going to come back and spoiler Terry and make sure you check out the movie. There's nothing after the credits, so don't you don't have to stick oh, around. Okay. Um, but, uh, yeah, but it will be right back. All right, we are in spoiler Terry for the Lego movie. So, uh, how about that Star Wars cameo that I spoiled oh and subsequently God. removed from the podcast? Oh, man. <laughs> I, I had no idea that was coming, and I just about leapt out of my seat. I Isn't like, it awesome? Oh! They, they, they wanted to get Harrison Ford, but they couldn't. It was not... They, they had uh, the guy who does Han Solo stuff for Robot Chicken stood okay. in. Oh, that's cool. But okay. Anthony oh. Daniels and Billy D. Williams were their characters. The real deal. Yeah. yeah. No, those two I could tell. I, I wasn't sure about... I was so excited to see Lego Han Solo. I was like, "Oh my god, is is it is it him?" Is it's it a him? good. It's a good. Impression. It was a pretty good impression. Yeah. yeah. I given everything Harrison Ford's been doing lately, I, I, I I'm surprised he didn't just want. to... Might have been a scheduling thing yeah, too. Appar- apparently, yeah. he was just really busy. Uh, okay. Because I was like, oh, that, I'm sure he would. Particularly, how would they get eaten by the the space? That like, was amazing. Would, that was that was that was that was like a like a robot chicken or like Arrested Development moment of it's like Batman just shows up with a hyperdrive. They'll be fine. And then just a quick cut. Absolutely, oh my God. so good. Oh, that was I. Yeah, I'm sure I annoyed everyone in the theater with my high pitched squealing <laughs> laughter. But you know what? Screw it was amazing. You guys. It was incredible. Um, was it Willie Thorhammer laughter? Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mine was more of a squeal. His was more of like a, a, a majestic roar of laughter. <laughs> it's like yeah, like a hawk screaming through the sky. It was pretty amazing stuff. stuff. Um, the, so the Star Wars cameo, Dumbledore the, uh... and and Gandalf exchange <laughs> was pretty darn good. Yeah. Um, especially with Dumbledore with a weird high pitched voice. <laughs> yeah, just the, just the weirdest voice. God, very strange choice, but very funny. Um, Michelangelo and Michelangelo. That, that was, was, that, was little, that was cool. Good. Yeah, lots of good. A little bummed that was the only use of Michelangelo. But yeah. But that's just me being a Michelangelo fan. Sure. I thought it was perfect, and I'm glad, I'm glad they didn't over overdo anything. Yeah. Um, even the even the Superman Green Lantern, which was it was like, great. That was it was just it was every it was every little cameo was like the perfect amount of cameo. Yeah, it, was, it totally was. Uh, uh, the only one that I could use a little bit more of was maybe Wonder Woman. I feel like she didn't yeah, get a whole sure. lot to do. Yeah. Oh my! The, I forgot about the invisible jet bit. Yeah. See the to the Batmobile, and then that gets blown up. It's like oh, to the invisible jet. They're just, they're just shooting at nothing and it explodes. Oh my god, I lost it. it Pretty was, darn great. That's, There's uh, so many little moments like that in this movie that, that honestly, that, I'm probably going to forget about half yeah, of the, know, half of the really funny things by, by which the is good. Roster. Yeah, that's good. I'm going to find something. You're going to watch it again and just love it all over. Oh my again. god, yeah. Um, um, I do want to. We have, we have to to make sure we have time for. We have to make sure we talk about the 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 real life stuff that's going oh, on yeah, here. Yeah. Um, it definitely. 
it caught me off guard at first. I'll admit I was unsure. I I had a feeling that something real world was going hints. to happen. Yeah, yeah. because of, especially because of his his uh, room of artifacts yeah. that are clearly artifacts, actual. The, you know, the reference to the to the man upstairs. Yes, yes. And they start that and then they just they just don't touch it again. Yeah. Which is um, smart because it comes it slaps you in the face. Well, I, oh yeah, once it hits, it's like never in a million years did I think it would actually be live action. I, that was I. I was really unsure as it was fading in. I'm like, okay, okay, yeah. okay. I, I, Emmett, Emmett's face is kind of like switching back. Like, yeah. at least that's what I thought it was. But it, it, um, it was so surprising to me, and in, in, in a good way. It you know, but at first it was a little bit of a jarring, jarring thing because you're yes. like, wait, what? Like, mm. and it's. I'm glad that they don't just. They they tie the two storylines together so well, oh and like God, the editing in, the, in those scenes is oh. done. Perfectly, like yeah. like as you know, as soon as um as, as Lord Business is you know putting the cap on the crazy glue, you know you have the Will Ferrell character putting the cap yeah. on, it. and just the whole like all of that was handled so well, and it hits you like you're just like oh my god, like what am I feeling right now? Even just thinking about the the earlier parts of the movie in the guise of of, of what's going on in the real world, mm-hmm. quote unquote, it's yeah. it's it's interesting to yeah, think it's, about it. All. It's it's going to make the rewatch even better too, because now maybe you're going to notice things. Where you're seeing the kid act out certain feelings, you're yeah. seeing it in, through his eyes yeah. a little bit more. Yeah, you can. Yeah, it'll be cool to watch from the yeah from the kid's perspective. Um, and one of the the coolest things about the the little twist was the the movie's going so it, it's going so well along the um, the special you know um, the the whole series the whole theme of you know like uh, what it means the to be special. One. Yeah, yeah, the chosen yeah, one um, basically, and how everybody's special in there you know it has its own it has a very distinct like message it's going for and then when the real world stuff kicks in it's like boom here's another one you did not see coming yeah. mm-hmm. and you know it, it's very it would have been very easy i'm sure to kind of just jam that down everybody's throat sure. but it was still handled really well it was um and I, will ferrell was well i thought will ferrell was really good really good totally I mean, really totally. good um you know, you expect you, you come to expect a certain bit of hamminess from Will Ferrell, but sure. he played it. He played, he played pretty straight. Yeah, he played a straight guy really well. And there's something and I about I think people forget that Will Ferrell. He the reason why people were attracted to him to begin with as a comedian was that he just looks like a guy. Like yeah. he looks like the average Joe. He doesn't. There's nothing particularly outlandish about Will Ferrell as mm-hmm. a, his looks or anything. And mm-hmm. and I think that he that. Using him as the dad was like a very good choice. Just from just when you look at him, you just see he looks like like a guy who yeah. goes to work and comes home. And he, he looks like a guy who uh, would be a real life master builder. Yes. Um, yes. Who would dedicate his, his free time to free time to to re- replica Lego building. Sure. Um, yeah. Totally. Uh, but no. Yeah. That. Yeah. Just I. I can. I remember so vividly everything I was feeling as that was unfolding. I'm like, mm-hmm. uh, and that that scene where he where the door to the basement opens and it's just the silhouette of this guy in a suit and he comes down the stairs. I'm like, okay, that's I know that's his dad. And he and looks like, exactly like Lord yeah. Business. And then when you see his face and it's like, oh, everything is just clicking right now. Yep. Like, mm-hmm. oh my god, I yeah. I told you just that that little bit there it just changes everything. It just changes the way you're watching the movie, and it was oh, it was I think so I didn't read anything done. about this beforehand. Like oh, I'm God, really yeah. happy that that wasn't ruined for me yeah, because that but, yeah, I think I think I mean I think I still think it would have would have hit. I think the scenes done well enough to where if you, even if you knew that there was a segment of this movie that took place, you know, in in the in the real world, uh, that um, 
I think it still would have hit well, but I, I I think not knowing it going in is is much better. So yeah, yeah. If you're listening to this and you haven't seen it, then you're you've done yourself you're a huge disservice. Yes, you're you're a dummy dumbhead. We warned you. Um, and it, another thing that was really neat was, you know, it's I know this is something uh, like when we. Were, like when we did like the G.I. Joe reviews and stuff, uh, I remember Nick brings this point up a lot, how he, he wants a, like a movie where it's, you know, <laughs> like a G.I. Joe movie where it's all this crap happening and then you just kind of pan up and there's the kid playing with the toys and that that yeah. was this. That was yeah. exactly um, what this was. That was <laughs> really was. cool. And then it's like, it is that, it was the kid playing with the toys, but then you've got the Emmett bits where he's, he's outside. So yeah. it's like... There is, there yeah. is fantastical so, yeah, it's, to it. and, and he starts hopping on his own. So it's like... Um, or maybe, you know, what if that, maybe that was just, you know, the kids, his own imagination, but you know, it yeah. was, it, it, there was a neat little dimension there too. That, I love it when, when films do that, uh, spoilers for the film Labyrinth. So don't listen anymore Five, if you, if you don't, four, haven't seen Labyrinth. Three, two, one. Um, but Labyrinth, the ending of Labyrinth is kind of left open, uh, to interpretation of whether or not this stuff actually happened or whether or not it was her letting go of her childhood fantasies or whatever. And and that's a cool, this kind of does that too, Yeah, you know, um, which is nice because the kids can totally walk away from this movie saying, Emmett's the coolest character. And like, I love these characters and, and it was so neat to watch them and blah, blah, you know, like, like, like taking it just purely for the Lego storyline mm-hmm. and getting full enjoyment out of it and totally believing that their Legos come to life at night when they're not, you know, yeah. And the adults can walk away going, I should play with my kids. Like, <laughs> yeah. you know, like I should be playing with my kids more, you know, encouraging some creativity and some imagination. So it, you can, either way you take it, uh, it's, it's, it's got some powerful messages and, and it's, it's once again, it works perfectly on any level. Oh yeah. So I, I guess if I had, to, now that I, if I had to think about something, so maybe not necessarily negative, but maybe that the, the particular scene at the end there, that might be something that goes over a kid's head. Um, sure. That whole bit and... I, which the, the whole, which the scene? Whole the Will the, end, the, the real stuff. life stuff. Yeah. Okay. The, the message there. That's that's stuff that it's clearly meant for the, for the grown-ups. Yeah. Uh, um, I mean, I think I think a lot of it... I think the kids, some of the kids would understand. They might yeah. be able to relate to it, though. Yeah. yeah. In that sense. They might be um, able to... Like, okay. oh, my parents always make me stop playing with the Legos. Like, you sure. know. They'll, sure. They're, yeah, they're that, not They're not going to get everything. And I hope... I would love to be that kid. I wish that I saw this movie as a kid so that 10, 15 years later I could watch this movie and have a completely different appreciation yeah. for it. Yeah. That would be very cool. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. It's, right. yeah, it, it oh, love it. Uh, yeah. The, but I, I get where you're coming yeah, from. It, yeah. But not to, I don't, I, I don't, for me personally, that doesn't take anything at all away from no, that. But yeah. I think it, you know, for, if you're taking kids to see it, then that, that's a small part that, if they if they don't if they don't quite get it they might zone out a little yeah. bit. Yeah, I but, I could kind of see myself as a kid being like, why are there humans? I want to see the Legos. But then I mean, even sure. then, you get you see the everything that's being that's been happening in the Lego story. It's all built. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's all real. So kind of seeing it from from that perspective of like in a in a in a realistic setting, it, it it's really cool. So yeah. and they know, cut an, they cut well enough between. The action in the Lego world and and the real world, to where I don't think they give kids enough time to be like, "This is dumb," you know, like, "What? Yeah, what's true. going on?" That's, so yeah. I think I think they're they're able to balance that pretty well. Yeah, that I, again, that might just be me reaching for no, something. No, no, no. You, you have a valid. That's a valid. Because I mean, even shit. I mean, even then, it has that the the bit has merits for kids that like you know, um, they they can see 
they can relate to it because this is another kid's imagination coming to life. This is what happens yeah. in every kid's head mm-hmm. when they're playing with toys. Um, so that's it was. It's just yeah, that was really cool. The, mm-hmm. That ending scene, the ending, the the, the twist ending, <laughs> uh, I guess is what I'm going to call it. Uh, that's what really. That that's really where the movie kind of just leapt up to a whole new level. Oh, totally. um, uh, if it had just been the straight story, it still would have been great. But well, this... and on that note, Slash Film uh, published an article. Jermaine Lucier, uh, he wrote uh, Slash Film interview. Phil Lord and Chris Miller discussed the Lego Movie sto- spoilers, and part of this hopped into my mind when we were talking about it. I wanted to be able to say it. So Jermaine says. You're telling an adventure story, but you infuse it with the essence of Lego, specifically the big reveal towards the end. What came first? Was it the Emmett story or the Man Upstairs framework? How did you blend the two? <clears throat> Chris Miller said, They both were there from the beginning, you know. We wanted to do a real classic hero's journey, but then turn it on its head, where we wanted to have a chosen one who was chosen at random and doesn't actually have any skills whatsoever. So we thought that was something interesting about everyone. And we also wanted to do this other aspect of the story, which was really intrinsic to our original concept of the movie. So, and, and so we knew the storylines had to talk to each other. It all had to be one and the same them- thematically, and each one definitely informed the other. Uh, Phil Lord says, I don't think we knew how it was going to work. I don't think we were like, yeah, we're going to figure out some way that they, where these all belong together. And then Chris Miller says... And it didn't just work for like well over a year of developing it. It just didn't come <laughs> together. And then... Phil Lord says, there was a lot of pressure to drop the meta story because, you know, the other story was working well, but you don't really need that. But then you don't really need that. We just sort of thought it was a nice special thing. And it seems like people are more or less, I don't want to say surprised, but they sort of feel that in the end, the thing that has to, they sort of feel like in the end, that's the thing that has to happen. And I'm glad we persevered finally, because sometimes you don't know where the movie could go and you're hoping that it has one more move, you know? And then Jermaine says, yeah, well, it got to me. You've got little <laughs> hints here and there early in the movie, and there's the one shot of the sky cur- skyscraper, and it clicked. But still, it went even further than that, and I think it works beautifully. And it's, yes. it, it's you know, good on them for figuring it out and not mm-hmm. wanting to oh, remove sticking to it, yeah, because yeah. without that, that all oh, that would have... This that elevates it. It elevates it. Been such a shame if it yeah. didn't make it in. Like I could see this in like animated, like best animated film. Oh, if this Oscars is not, and we're early in the year. Yes, we've got plenty of animated films to come. If this is not nominated, I either it's an absolute travesty, mm-hmm. or we're in for some. Or there's been some ridiculously incredibly awesome good animated films, animated films yeah. that come out. Um, so I, you know. Either one of those things, well, one of those things is a shame, but, you know, <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I hope it is, it does receive some awards recognition because it's, yeah. it's, it, it's, it goes beyond being an animated film to me. Yeah, it does. It goes and beyond being a toy film. It does. I mean, it very, yeah, it's, like I, like, I mean, like I said, it could have very easily been just this, just Cash this, in yeah. commercial. Yeah. Absolutely. Just, I mean, like every other Lego movie there has been, yeah. but this, this ended up being like a really good just a, a, a really great kind of like uh, sort of a growing up tale yeah. um, on multiple levels too. It was I, I am amazed how impressed with this film I am yeah, for um, sure. Just every aspect of it was top notch. Um, best best theater experience I've had in 
a long time. Since Pacific Rim. <laughs> <laughs> it was fun yeah. sitting next to Gojo and watching it because his oh God. his laughs were pretty incredible stuff. I'm jealous. Yeah. I'm jealous. <laughs> <clears throat> so, yeah, no, it, it's, it, it's, it's above and beyond. Uh, it, it, it elevates itself above the medium. It does. In the same way that, in, this, in a different way, but in the same way that Toy Story 3 was able to oh, become yeah. more than just an animated film, which is not a bad thing. There, I mean, there are plenty of animated films out there that are great films, but these ones, I don't even, I forget I'm watching an animated movie. Yeah. You know and, what I'm saying? And There's not, no... not to mention you also connect with it on another level because yes. late, like, and we all played with Legos. Oh, totally. Yeah. 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 Totally. Yeah. Mm, I, would, I, would, I would guess that most kids... Yeah. By this point, have have played with Legos. I would you know, hope, or most adults with their kids. You know, yeah, so. that's I, yeah. No, I, I every I, I can't find a better way to say every 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 positive thing I have to say <laughs> than what I have already said. But just uh, right. just it's I, I a masterpiece, really, mm-hmm. so good. The um, masterpiece to resistance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, and I will say, I very much. It's funny because the the the. Willie, you were worried about being teary-eyed. There were multiple times where I got teary-eyed, and it, I, I hadn't even seen any of the uh, live-action stuff yet. Oh, interesting. Some of it was just so pretty and mind-blowing and, and, and amazingly constructed that I lit, like I I could have cried if I really wanted to. <laughs> oh, I could have too, yeah. No, it could have had, like, if I was... If I was uh, less of a man, then <laughs> yeah. I would have no, shed if tears. You were, if you were more of a man. Yeah. yeah there well, was no choking up from the Gojo. <laughs> Honestly, the only, I, I could think of two, three movies that have gotten me choked up. One that made me cry, and that was Up. Uh, oh, the other God, two yeah. were uh, Toy Story 3, The End. Oh, yeah. Horrible. Horrible. <laughs> just, just, just stomp on my heart. And the other was Return of the Jedi when Darth Vader dies. Mm-hmm. Spoiler and, and, alert. Spoiler yeah. alert. Spoilers! Spoilers! Yeah. Because he is Luke's daddy. Spoilers. Uh, oh, boy. But yeah, every time. But, yeah. Go like Lego this movie. if you cry every time. <laughs> anyway. Uh, thanks for listening. Um, Could you tell we like this movie? Yes, we like the movie. Go see it. I hope you haven't heard this because we talked about all the spoilers. But... Uh, feedback at MidwestFilmers.com Write into us, let us know what you thought about the movies that we've talked about Let us know what you think we should watch Let us know what you think of the podcast in general What Lego sets we should get Yeah, yeah, any of that stuff send Buy us there. Lego sets and send them to us And we will mention you on podcast and you'll be famous Yes, yes. Um, we, do take, we, do, we do take payments in the form of Lego sets Uh, uh Twitter at MFN Podcast. Uh, you can also find our respective Twitters uh, on the MidwestFilmNerds.com website where I do full show notes for every episode. You can skip through the parts that you don't want to hear, especially the spoiler Terry and uh, any of the nerd drill that we get to. <laughs> Never skip through the nerd drill. We're so much better at nerd drill than everyone else. <laughs> it's true. It's true. It's our area of expertise. Yes. Um, yeah, I don't know. That's about it. At, uh, Mr. John, thank you for our music and artwork. And, um, Kyle XY, go watch a movie. Everything is awesome. Yes. Katai Rage. Cypher Rage. <laughs> <laughs>
<clears throat> All right. Get that craggle away from me. Parents just don't understand. <laughs> that's what Will Smith was, doing, was rapping about. Yeah, that's the lyric. Mama wanted me to super glue my Legos together. <laughs> uh, all 